Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hamster teeth. Hamster teeth. In the sun. We're here for the uh, new month. Slightly early, it's actually. Well, there's still a fair bit of. There must be still a lot of people who've got to do their tax returns because it's, yeah. it's the second last day of January. So it's sort of. You've got loads of time. It's five Mondays in January, isn't it? So that sort of. That makes it seem to last a long, long time. Yeah, there's a lot of people moaning about Jack. The, the, the funny one, Sally Hughes this morning tweeted, uh, welcome to the ninth week of January. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does, it can feel a bit like that, but... It's been all right, It's been it? nice, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, yeah. Been well, nice this, this, as, as discussed, this uh, end part of uh, January is a bit of a celebratory time for us, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. We're passing and talking celebratory times. This is a one big gr- group of people. How lovely. Yeah. We're, we're just on walking the and chatting. Hampstead Heath in the beautiful sunshine. Oh, uh, yep. Sorry, can I? I can't go in the mud there. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be such a nice day. Oh, it's today. absolutely gorgeous, yeah. Wonderful. Absolutely splendid. And you had a bit of a celebratory weekend, didn't you? You had a bit of a... Yeah, I was here. I was in a group not as big as this lovely group of ladies here, but... Um, um, for Julia's birthday, we came for a walk up here on Saturday. Oh, nice. Okay. It wasn't as nice as this, though. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know who I'm it is, uh, sticking one over on. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Julia both said we had a really lovely time, really nice pals there. And then, you know, just in all smiles, having a great time chatting away. Yeah. Got home, shut the front door, and we just turned around to each other and said, I'm so cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'd admitted it to ourselves, let alone each other. Um, till a that bracing point. walk on the heath. Yeah. Often does the trick. That's why I used to say that our friend uh, Emily, who couldn't come at the weekend, but she, she always says, do you fancy a bracing walk on the heat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The broad bracing yeah. <laughs> is automatically appended to that sentence, which is, she's yeah. got a point. So, yeah, it's great. And uh, have you got a table book for your anniversary? Yeah, we're going to... Put a cliffhanger from last week's Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. No, we've got, <laughs> we got a restaurant in Primrose Hill. Oh, thank goodness. The, the thing is, though, it's like the last time we were there, which was about 25 years ago, I don't know whether I mentioned it last week, we had a massive row. Ah. So we tried to sort of... The actual restaurant or Primrose Hill? The actual restaurant. <laughs> 
So we're going to try and uh, put it to bed. Lance, Lance, that boil. Yeah, can we have the same table, please, and bring up the same stuff? Um, so that'll be good fun. And we're going to watch a mo- go and see a movie as well. We're going to see the Fablemans. Oh, that's supposed to be great. Isn't yeah, it? I've heard it's fantastic. Yeah, I, <laughs> I saw a clip. I was a little bit cynical about that actually. Morning, look at that pair of magpies. It's going to yeah. be good. Yeah. Two for joy. You're going to have a good joy. time. Um, uh, I saw a little clip, which was I, I was cynical about it because it was obviously. Uh, well, it's, I'm sure it's staged, and it didn't. They pretended it wasn't, you know. Yeah. Press conference. Little boy in the audience seems to have on stage. Oh, that kid there. That kid there. Yeah. And, yeah. and they went, "Who, who?" He said, "Little boy there in the Jurassic Park T-shirt." <laughs> and everyone went, "Oh, all oh, right, yeah." And uh, of course and it's staged. One with the microphone comes over, and the little boy says, I, "I really liked in the film about how." He really loved his mother because I really love my mum. And everyone went, oh. And Steven Spielberg said, oh, thanks so much. I really love my mum. I was desperate for him to say, it's not really a question, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my mum's bigger than your mum. Yeah. Stop talking about your mum and ask me a question. And then there was Only a, got half an hour, very important man. And then there was a... <laughs> An alien in the corner talk about phoning home. Yeah. That's bound to be staged knowing Steve Spielberg, yeah. isn't it? Bound to be. Yeah. But fun though. Well, the funny thing about Spielberg fun is moment. he's absolutely the best at the whole um, apocryphal story, isn't he? The ones you hear that they say, you know, I don't know, maybe it all begins with something true because I'm sure that the shark in Jaws is a bit shonky. Yeah. But they, also, they always say just without compunction, the reason you never see the shark it's because it was a rubbish special effect. Yeah. But surely the reason you never see the shark is because that builds t- tension massively. Yeah, it's about, yeah of course. You, know, you mean, never see the other driver in Duel. And that's yes. not because he was a rubbish yeah, special yeah, yeah. effect. He's, he's an actual physical bloke. He's very good at appearing sort of folksy and disingenuous, that's isn't he, right. Spielberg? When he, oh, he's obviously a genius storyteller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other <laughs> things like uh, incredible special effects in Jurassic Park. And yet, you'll hear people say... The hardest special effect of all was getting those ripples on the top of the water. Yeah, yeah. And in yeah. the end, had to put a guitar string <laughs> yeah. underneath the blah blah. It's a lie. And you're thinking, yeah, yeah. Just tap the edge of the table. Yeah. Easy. Morning, magpie. Morning, magpie. They couldn't find someone to do the voice of ET until suddenly he was in the shop in the Midwest and he heard this croaky old lady and he said, "You're, you're perfect." The, yeah, yeah. You Uncredited <coughs> Deborah Winger. It's yeah, he manages story. to. Uh, <laughs> Inject a kind of folksy backstory to these really high-end production movies. Yeah, that's right. Which is the way to do it. It's amazing. Well, it's great. It just means you get the best. Right, isn't it? uh, He's an incredible one. Also, in all of his films, no matter how, um, you know, as he gets older, sometimes, like lots of great creatives, the story isn't isn't as tight because if you're great at telling stories, you start to kind of want to play with it, don't you? Yes, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, but he always has those genius left field ideas, <coughs> those moments, you know. Oh, no, that kind of. I never would have told it that way. Whether it's Velociraptors in the long grass or I don't know the flash and splash of colour in Schindler's List. Yeah, he's he's a uh, my. Uh, Rachel's dad would describe him as a real high flyer. Yeah, well, he is quite. He's a real high flyer. And a high. He's done really well. And a high flyer and a liar. That's what yeah. I did say. <laughs> Spielberg, I'm calling you he's out. He's a lying high flyer. I don't think those dinosaurs ever existed. <laughs> well, we got into Spielberg this morning. Look at Beautiful, the blue. Let yeah. me get a photo of the lake. I wonder what he'd make of all this. That's wonderful. 
This is actually the hardest special effect of all, creating this beautiful lake. Nature. Just nature. Who needs special effects? Look, a T-Rex. nature. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly my head gets <laughs> ripped off. <laughs> um, talking of... Um, but that's the, the other funny thing is that... I mean, being boring about films, I bring it on myself. But the thing they always do about... All, all people do about films is... Oh, we've gone into the mud. Oh, this we've is really bad. gone into it. What were we thinking? Oh. Um, <laughs> it's quite a slope, isn't it? It's quite, yeah, it's quite yeah we've really gone into it. Here. We're in trouble. Um, Cars off. off I'm saying that on, on all kinds of sources of film trivia, and particularly on the Internet Movie Database... If there's a good bit in a film, yeah. someone is going to claim that it was an accident. Right. Yeah, we started yeah, yeah. spoofing this. You know, They'll say, that bit where so-and-so cries wasn't <laughs> in the script. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, just yeah. happened to cry at that yeah. point. That great joke where that person does that thing, that just happened on set and they happened to tape it. It's, it's, it's rubbish. <laughs> it didn't happen. I don't know why we can't like, accept yeah. that, that a well-told story is a wonderful <laughs> thing without trying to people say that do it intentionally. True. Anyway, we've started spoofing. So how was the... Uh, we say to each other, you know that bit where the, uh, you know, where the planet exploded? Yeah. They just happened to have the cameras yeah. on it. The planet <laughs> yeah. just exploded. You know that lucky. bit where the, sh- where the ship hit the iceberg? <laughs> Completely <laughs> unplanned. It changed yeah. the film. Changed the film. An Completely. iceberg had wandered yeah. onto set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how's he running? He's been going fine, actually. I mean, I, did, I had a few more runs last week. Did about 20, 25 miles. Yeah. Feel strong. That's good. That's a good week. Starting isn't to it? feel strong. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. How far are we going to go today? We're already a third of well, the way. Probably three miles in. Um, just on, just a normal loop, I reckon. Just yeah. a normal loop. Once loop, round, twice round. round. Once round. That long loop, little loop. One long one. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, so, do you want me to give you one long one? Yeah. Do you don't that, start. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> Laying the golden eggs there. <laughs> and how's? Uh, By the way, I just was referring to a painting that you can't see. <laughs> We've some ducks laying some golden eggs. How's your running been going? Well, highs and lows, but good really. I went out on Thursday yeah. and had a really nice run. I was hoping it would be half a marathon, but it was just over 12. But I thought, that's okay, just keep working up to it, you know. Yeah. But it was mainly flat. I sort of went over the bump of Barnsbury and then got on the towpath yeah. to Primrose Hill. Nice. But then I went up Primrose Hill. I got to the top and had a row with your wife. No, yeah. I, <laughs> I went to Primrose Hill, Hill and uh, went up it five times. That's proper it's training, isn't it? Hill repage. That's well, real the training, one thing that, yeah. That we can't... Strength. We haven't got any mountains or even proper hills around here. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really like repetitions of any kind. I don't really like repetitions of any kind. I don't like repetitions. I don't really like repetitions <laughs> of any kind. Um, it's Groundhog Day. I have to see the groundhog, <laughs> but I did it the other day because the nice thing about going up a proper slope, lots of times, is you are you are building a hill for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the only way I can get my head around it. But uh, it's incredibly useful for strength training, isn't it? Yeah, and that was great. Yeah, but I had uh, possibly not entirely unrelated for a second-rate park run on Saturday. Wait, well, well, you went to Highbury. I went back to Highbury. Right. Okay. It was tough to get there. Yeah. My guts are out of sorts. Right. I'd been drinking. I was full of food and booze. Yeah, that's no good. And my gradually... That's no good. ...week on week improving times did not improve. Yeah, dead end, yeah. And there was a little bit of, um, you know, after last week's strong 10K, a little bit of 
was tired, yeah. Down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey, there's a risk of tired out. mud, but let's go right here. Go around this massive tree that's yeah. come down. That's, that's a big one. That's, that's, a, grand, that's a grand tree, Old isn't tree. Because otherwise you get into Kenwood too soon. Look, so you get in there for size. Watch out there, because uh, T-Rex just behind yeah. you. <laughs> wow. Wonder, I wonder what happened. What do you think happened there, Rob? Do you think that's just sort of natural erosion? It just fell over with the... Well... Because it's a huge tree, isn't it? Yeah, it might be wind. It could yeah. be where it is. The roots might have been... Not, yeah, a bit, not uns- as, bit insecure. Yeah, something. insecure, because it's at the crossroads. Because it could be... I would say that... Normally when a tree like that falls down, it's because it was dead. So after a while, they fall right, down. But right. this tree wasn't dead. It's got buds on it. It's, mm, it, was, mm. it was going well. It was doing all right. Yeah, yeah. So that's sad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big old tree. That the one. thing about a big, massive tree like that is <laughs> trees grow slow. Right. When you lose one, it takes a long time to replace. Right. So it is bad news. I hate it when I see trees being taken out in houses and residential roads and stuff. You get it because, you know, trees versus houses can be a real conflict, you know. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's the thing of not seeing the bigger picture. You can imagine some people down the street saying, well, get rid of this tree, it's in the way. But they're not thinking, this is one of the many trees. Yes, you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's a weird one, because we've got a massive tree outside our house, which we, which we love. <coughs> but it's probably hurting your house. Well, it feels like it is, yeah, because the house is, there's been, a, there's so much movement in our house. Yeah, yeah. And there has been for years, and we've got and the, and the roots, thick roots, go directly under the house. Yeah, but you know, it's one, it's just one of those things. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just means the house is going to fall down. It's just one of those things. Yeah, isn't it? just one of those. Yeah, things. just hope you're out. <laughs> and then we live in the treehouse, isn't it? We'll build the house in the tree, isn't it? Mix and match, <laughs> bit of both. And have you got you a handlebar set up so you can get yeah. to it in a hurry, <laughs> yeah. like uh, like uh, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone? <laughs> and did you gig over the weekend? Then, I did. I had a lovely gig actually. It was a little bit too nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a guy called... Uh, They're great. Trevor. They're great, those met him, He's an older guy. He's such a lovely bloke. Old Trevor. Trevor. Old, good old Trevor. The gigs are called House of Stand-Up. Good old Trevor. I don't know. I haven't done that, no. Uh, he's, and I've never met Trevor. He's a really nice older guy, kind of. Uh, right. I think he's uh, Essex or Kent. Right. And uh, he's chatting away to me. So he's still doing the running. All right. I said, oh, yeah. And he's just and so nice, so well looked after, just constantly asking all the comedians nice. yeah, if they good. need anything. If you need really any, nice venue. Need any, got any jokes? Good money, need love anything? the audience. Right. It's the kind of gig that makes you think, I wish it was like this all the time. Yes. Not to diss the other gigs, but it was just a bit of a, just a wave through, you know, just beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. A fleeting um, glimpse. <laughs> absolutely, like, such, a, such a good show. And some people running commentary, people came oh, to that's alone. nice, yeah. But yeah, I was chatting to this lovely Trevor. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm doing the running. He said, because I used to Trevor. do running in the old days. And he said, he used to do the mile right. when, it, when that was the distance. Yeah. And uh, cross country here on, uh, on the heath. Parliament Hill, actually. Oh, yeah, of course. I yeah. said, what was your mile time back in the day? His mile PB, Four. dating from 57, I think. So only a couple of years after Roger Bannister. Yeah. Four minutes and 13 seconds. Nice. That's incredible. Wow, that's great. It? That's incredible running, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Particularly as not, you know, just the selfish perspective, but we, we, we can find a little turn of speed as distance runners. And you know what it feels like to run a mile, you know, yeah. half as slow as that again. Well, or, or even to try and run out. 200 metres in like 
34 seconds, 33 seconds, yeah, which is what that is. It's yeah. very hard. It's really you know I mean? hard. Yeah, absolutely. And he ran eight of them back yeah. to back. Well, that's what we were saying. That Same conversation got, got game. we've been having, which is that it's all distance running, isn't it? Anything beyond 100, 200 metres, yeah. you're holding. You're holding on to it and carrying on with it, which is what's fascinating. It's what's so great about parkour. He's done well there, though. Pre-Fitbit. Pre-trainers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They didn't yeah. even have shorts, did they? Just turn up in tweed, long tweed trousers. No, naked. Yeah, well, all, all naked. That was, a a that was up in Scotland. That was a different uh, ancient scene. Ancient Greece. Uh, yeah. he, he was running in ancient Greece. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and they went, Sparta! <laughs> Thanks, right, Trevor. Trainers. Thanks, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've got a message. You've got to take to Marathon. <laughs> yeah. And then just ran old. off. Didn't see him again. Whereabouts was the gig? Five Nippides, more yeah. like. Nippy, five Nippides, Nippy. <laughs> no, Couldn't yeah. really work. It was in this uh, theatre, right. which is uh, built in 1924, so coming up to their anniversary, but it's like a really nicer than a hall, but the same vibe as when you do a gig in a hall. Right. You know, stage at one end, little balcony, nice, yeah. bar along the side. Lovely nice. audience. That, and, uh, you know, easy commute. It was, it, was a, yeah. it was a wonderful Saturday night at doing comedy. So thank you, Oxted. I did, uh, I did a gig on Friday in town, the Comedy Pub, which is, it was actually okay. It's normally, they're normally a bit self-conscious as a crowd. You've got, you've got as you do more gigs, you realise, you've got to embrace a difference in every gig, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just embraced the difference with this one. They're a bit self-conscious and young and unsure. So I just talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had fun with it, and it was good. It's fun, isn't it? And the guy who was... Uh, I caught myself having done a fair few gigs for youngsters recently. Yeah. Being ready to kind of explain to people half my age what, a joke what it was, was like for us in the old days. Right. And then realised that all the people at this gig were the same age as me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is, this is a different experience. But there's some guy was on... Uh, Look at that view. At the comedy pub from the in-betweeners, Simon. Simon I don't watch it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he was doing some stand-up. So they're all very excited to see him. Yeah. And it just gave the evening a nice. And it was really nice. It just gave the evening a nice little dynamic. Yeah. And then and then Saturday I was had two pretty rubbish gigs, Birmingham and Nottingham. Oh, that yeah. Just a tonic double up. Yes. Yeah. On first in Birmingham, hard work. Birmingham is the old, it used to be the junglers. Is, is the Nottingham yes. venue the same? No, Nottingham one's somewhere. No, Nottingham's a bit different, but it was the first weekend where people got their paychecks, wasn't it? Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's that vibe going on. I got, I got to Nottingham. Yeah, because it was the 45th of January, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. On the morning of the 11th week of January, everyone gets paid. <laughs> and they took to Nottingham and got slaughtered. By the time we got there, one bloke had been. Not only thrown out, they had to call an ambulance for him. Oh. <laughs> Someone else had been... As in, like, alcohol poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else oh had been God. sick in the crowd. Yeah. The front row... Probably, to some extent, on the crowd. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah. <laughs> And the, the, front, the front row was just full of... Do you need the... Uh, no, I'm all right. So I, think, I think I'm all right. You don't need to pop down to the... You don't want to have a little... <laughs> Do you want to... Oh, no! None of that, no? Not yet, no. Okay. <laughs> Give it a couple of minutes. And the... Uh, yeah, and the front row, which by the time I got on, on last, yeah. they'd reached that stage where they were just completely impervious to the gig. <laughs> they were just chatting. That's, that's beautifully put. They were lovely, lovely people. <laughs> just like impervious a bunch of young Asian lads really into eating crisps <laughs> and complaining loudly about that their drinks weren't the ones they'd asked for. But not a thought to the gig. Yeah, yeah. Before I went on, Daryl, who was comparing 
got the whole crowd to sing happy birthday to one of them yeah. twice. Ah. And then by the time you come on, you just uh, you just completely unnecessary. They've really. forgotten why they came. Yeah, I, I sort of played. If thought that in the first place. I played over them, sort of thing. But yeah, did you puke uh, over them? Yeah. They'd have loved that. Give the people what they want. But as you... Uh, have you seen the film Witches of Eastwick? <laughs> but as you gig more, your, your, your hunger for that kind of thing dissipates, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of 30 years in. Well, also... It was fine, but uh, what, what I'm saying is, sort of mentally, I was thinking, I, thought, I failed to accept the gig yeah, on the yeah. terms that it was. Yeah, that's right. And it was a just a, a stupid gig full of really drunk people. And I've old, had that before. Exactly. The old standard is that you, uh, you know, you never blame the audience. And there's loads of truth in that. Yes, there are. You have yeah, to play the room. You've got to play the people you're yeah. in front of. But on the other hand, as if you don't like a more wonderful, more <laughs> positive word, journeymen, yeah. that only works to a certain extent. If the gig's not there... You just got to do what you can do with it, you know. Yeah, there was a bit of that. So. I'm just gonna. We should just run. I want a picture of this lovely yeah, go for sculpture. It. It's such a beautiful yeah, day. Go for it. I want to get some good pics. So come with me, Paul, to the let's rear have, of let's this do a bit of sculpture. Wonderfully situated, Henry Moore. Oh my word! <laughs> this is a lovely sculpture here on Hampstead Heath by Roger Moore. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I made some figures. Awesome. <laughs> We were laughing the other day at how, it's a few years ago now, but it was still the turn of the 80s yeah. when Moonraker came out. And yet, Roger Moore's James Bond, me finding out that Dr. Holly Goodhead is a woman. Right. Says, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing that she doesn't go, what year is this, James? <laughs> For goodness sake. Guys. <laughs> Guys. I uh, fashioned yeah. this from metal in my studio in the southwest of England. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So yeah, it was just like... 
25, you know, tw- you know, 15 years ago, yep. I'd have probably had a slightly better gig. Yeah. Even though I feel like I'm a better comic now, it was just, I just found myself checking out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's no good. I can't blame well, them. Well, I've never I can't blame them. I remember doing a, again, you know, oh, you come from the audience, doing a particularly, do you remember the Bistro Lives? The Bistro. It was just a room built for big parties to come out. And right. that was like the whole point. Yeah. They had covers band. And I said, right, do you have like an average tribute band? And they were like, no, that's too specific. We just have covers bands. Right. You know, and all stag and Hindus or birthday parties. The whole place. Yeah. The whole diary. Yeah. And I was comparing. This was, this was about 20 years ago. Right. And, um, and it was work. It was yeah. fine, but it was just constant just a job of work, bringing yeah. them in, asking them to carry on, yeah, yeah. checking in with the table that had drifted away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just um, what do you call it, crowd control. Yeah. And then brilliant Kitty Flanagan, who's yeah. always excellent, moved back to Australia now. Always a good She comic. went on, she did fine, but it wasn't yeah. easy. Yeah. And me and her were doing this really intense debrief of what worked and what didn't and what we could have done differently and stuff. Ian Moore standing in the doorway said, you do have to remember one thing. And we were like, what, 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 what is it, what is it? And he said, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he really had a point. Yeah, he did have a point. Yeah. <laughs> that was when he probably decided to move to France. And become a novelist. At that moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, there comes this, this, uh, that was Roger Moore, wasn't it, actually? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter, I think. I'm this, Mr. Is this is a woman. There's certain <laughs> points when uh, you are just herding drunks, aren't you? Yeah. And uh, I won't mind, but it cost me a lot of money to get there and get back, and you don't pay very much, do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not only am I herding drunks, I'm getting paid less than I used yeah. to do. So that's for me to work out. No, I think that, that little conundrum. I think the uh, one of the interesting things for us is look. Oh, Alfie's gone to Alfie. the woods. Alfie the dog has gone after the little kids. That's exciting. Alfie, wait a minute. Alfie's not a dog. Alfie's a velociraptor. The dog. No. The dog training things. Perception of it's changed a bit, hasn't it? After that tragedy the other week, where the dog sat on the pool and walking. Oh gosh. Did you about that? No, I didn't. Yeah, some. It was just, I think it was around Wimbledon. Yeah. She was looking after like six or seven dogs. And they just sat on her. Just, she's, she's no longer with us. Wow. They're a pack, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And if you've got a couple of big dogs in there, that's a very dangerous situation. Yeah, well, it's interesting you, know? you shift from audiences to dogs. But it is, it's that sense of, um, but if there's lots of them, that the, the culture can change. Yes. If the culture is yeah, a yeah, totally. word. Yeah, yeah, they see a weakness. And it's like... And then before you know it, but yeah, this gig was like, I went on, I was like, you'd be chatting to someone, hello, 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 mate. You'd be chatting to After someone who's married. He's <laughs> <laughs> on me, he's on me. It was that thing of like, sweet little brown spaniel. These lads. Comes up to Rob's leg. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> these lads, lads at the front, yeah, but I'd be chatting to like some married couple on the eighth row. Yeah. And you'd say, uh, how long have you been married? Just having a little chat. And they were, oh, too long, <laughs> too long. <laughs> As if it's like the funniest thing that's ever been uttered about Jeez. the state of marriage. Absolutely. And then I do my... I so... I, I do a bit of barking. I go... Rawr, rawr, rawr. I do my... Yep. And they say, oh, that's, that sounds like Homer Simpson. It's like, mm, does maybe, it, does it? maybe not. Is that, <laughs> how useful is that? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? 
Try How harder. useful is this? Uh, banter, level, banter level low, but boop, they just wanted to. Boop, boop, banter yeah. level. They just wanted low. to be. They just wanted to be to be recognised. To know? be in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And to eat crisps and moan about the drinks. But if they're going to be in it, they should try and be funnier than that. Yeah, but I think they were trying to be funny. I know they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder how the people listening to this think that we're. The, 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 the problems us or them. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not even a problem. One just a Saturday is, night out, isn't whether it? Whether it's positive, it? whether it's knowledge, whether we get stronger and stronger, or whether we just sound moany. When it comes down to it, we sound old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it? yeah, totally, totally. Although, I had something interesting in a conversation we were having just near here the other... Oh, God, look at this. Beautiful. We're coming out of um, this is Kenwood Park into the Heath Heath proper into the Who trees. cares about the gigs, eh, when you got this, eh? And it actually makes you think, you know, that to some extent we'll miss winter because look at the sunshine yes. on these, on these leafless yeah. trees. We'll so miss winter with all that sun, won't we? Yeah, it'll be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> all that light. All that light and sun. Can't wait for the blazing heat of summer. <laughs> Come back in. Come back in August. This will all be fire. Be ruined. Yeah. yeah. All right. It was just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice today. Oh, it looks absolutely gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Um, yeah. So we were talking. Oh, we married too. Quite an interesting August. conversation about with some my daughter and uh, family friends who we were in the lake district with last yeah. summer. Yeah. We went swimming at Black Moss Pot. Right. It's a fantastic swimming place. Right. And now very popular because it's been featured on Instagram. Right. But it balances out because it's miles from anywhere. Yeah. So there's not that many people there. But of course, it's A, completely unsupervised. Right. And B, genuinely dangerous. Yeah. Um, Doesn't... S- it sounds quite dangerous, doesn't it? Black, Black Moss Pot. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only yeah. thing. It's the reason I sounds knew like it. some kind of folk horror tale. <laughs> yeah, of that's right. Oh, it could be a good title for yeah. a film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone's going to go in there and come out wet. They went down Black Moss Pot, they <laughs> I know where you never, swam last summer. Never saw them again. It's not in the West Country. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it was funny because I knew it was there because... We went looking for it once years ago because my dad had read about it in the Wainwrights. Right. And it's on Langstrath. Yeah. Which is a very Langstrath. Yeah. And we did this massive long walk which ended there. And by the time we got to it, we were like, oh, God, how far is it to the pub? You know, so we never found it. Right. And then one day I was running there a couple of summers ago and I ran to it and I was like, there it is. Oh, what a shame dad never saw that. And then I thought, nah. Yeah. He wasn't a strong swimmer. Right. <laughs> he'd have been at best scared. Yeah, that would have helped, yeah. <laughs> and if he'd gone in, he'd have been in difficulties. Anyway, the reason I mention all that is because it relates to what we were saying about both packs of dogs and audiences, is that there's a real balance. When we went there, everyone had such a nice time, and everyone was being really kind of sensible. Yeah. You know, it's kind of... There's a really nice sense of self-policing. Yeah. You can't guarantee that it's going to happen. But there was a sense that all the people there were kind of looking out for each other and paying attention right. to what the other people were doing. But I heard recently that someone was really hurt there. And yeah. I'm sure that's possible. But also, the thing I was saying the other day is, on the one hand, you've got this kind of group care sense thing. Yeah. But even with among good people, it always escalates because the bravest thing someone does becomes the lowest common denominator. becomes a new barometer for what's yeah, possible so, sort of thing, yeah. And like yeah. Daisy yourself was saying, you're saying, just because we did it once, you don't want to go there and go, go to do it the second time and think, oh yeah, this is easy. Yeah. Because yeah. the first time you're all nervous and careful. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a right to be. Yeah. Nothing's changed. No, it's still you the know? same, yeah, yeah. And if all the same people are there for a significant amount of time, then it's just going to get more and more. Yeah. They're all going to get more reckless. 
It's just the nature. It just of builds. It builds. Groups. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, in other words, watch out for deep pools of water and dogs. Yeah. That black moss part. And Primrose Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Primrose Hill in the well a very long time ago. Yeah. And uh, some people started singing "Happy Birthday to You." It was a lovely summer's evening. I mean, it wasn't as nice as this winter. Yeah, no, no nothing could be as warm as this. Yeah. <laughs> we were up the top there. Someone brought a little cake and they all started singing happy birthday. This lanky guy in a nice. brown suit and a cool little hat. And it was Reese Evans. Oh, nice. Right around the time of oh, Notting yeah. Hill. Wow. But we were on Primrose Hill. Betrayal! And uh, What a talented man. And then when we sang happy birthday to... Julia on the top of Parliament Hill. Yeah. I felt she was having a Reese Evans moment. <laughs> anyway, later and Reese. Later that day, I went out and doorstep in my underwear, and then yeah. she, she said, I went out in my goddamn underwear too. <laughs> so great days. Did you slip up? What's those things? Did you slip off? Slip away. <laughs> <laughs> That's some of the great timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great timing in Oh, Phil it really Cody. was. I mean, it's how long he waits for that. I don't yeah. know if I've ever watched that. I've seen Notting Hill about, I don't know, a rough estimate. About a million times. Yeah, at least. And I think I honestly believe I, that that Reese Evans has got a laugh out of me every time I've seen him deliver that. Oh, line. He's well, well, you know that line was it originally planned? <laughs> <laughs> Purely accidental. Yeah, it just happened. They yeah. just happened to have the cameras rolling. <laughs> every time, guys. I still have moments. Was that his? Was that? Pardon my ignorance. Was that his sort of arrival? That movie. It, what, oh, I'm, his, I'm sure he'd done other stuff. But it's they, his Hollywood arrival. Well, that's right. what's great about it. It's because they use that. I mean, he's, he's brilliantly versatile. Yeah. He'd already played kind of posh English characters by right. then. But his, his arrival is Twin Town. Right. Which was a like, indie sort of Tarantino era yeah. crime thing set in sort of comedy, black comedy crime thing with him and another guy playing twins yeah. in South Wales. And uh, Doug Ray Scott was in that. So Notting Hill's really good, and you kind of need Richard Curtis to do it because it's a it's a proper Hollywood film. Yeah. But it's a British one. Yeah. In in not just in terms of personnel, but in terms of attitude. And yeah. so they get Reese Evans in. And it's like a, um, my the comedy, the side the, the sidekick, the comedy. Yeah, but and they get it right. You know, yeah, someone else could have done it. He's 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 perfect. Yeah. He's a true character. You yeah. know, he's playing a genuine trope that you don't see. That kind of and he's a bit well gr- he's, he's kind of grubby and sort yeah. of yeah but parts in the right place. And yeah, that's the other thing. And, yeah. and, and Richard Curtis does this well. Is when you think about it, he is essentially the Greek chorus in in that film. Everything he does, he says, makes sense. He's like uh, Hugh Grant's crazy conscience. Because he really calls him out, doesn't he, when he talks about... When he says no to her. When when he says no to her, he goes, you idiot. Yeah, when he doesn't say... I'm not going to say what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he'll never break America. Yeah, he's... uh, (laughs) No, he's... But it does lead to Hugh Grant saying, oh, sort of dog, I made a wrong decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She was just a girl stood in front of a boy asking her, I suppose it's... It's not a bad thing, is it, that somebody wants you to... It's nice. It's nice. <laughs> it's quite, quite a nice thing to say. I love the way that kind she of... She said she wanted to go out with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I love the, the way the logic of his argument sort of falls away when, yeah. when uttered out loud. You know. oh, I see, I, I'm a sucker for those kind of films done yeah. well. I really am. That's lovely. Yep. This is a great run today. I'm it's a quality it. one. Coming what a film to... chat. What a film chat, yeah. but that's okay. The rom-com thing, we talked about it before, and... Uh, it's got that quality, isn't it? Where they both, both uh, 
Anna Scott and William Thacker need to get over themselves before they get together. Yeah. Which is important in a rock car. But um, also, well, just one last thing on films. We've talked about it before. But as January comes to an end, remember, the two best winter films that aren't necessarily Christmas films are Moonstruck and Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's Groundhog Day on Thursday. All right. We'll yeah. be watching it. <laughs> February the 2nd. I Dig uh, in. I actually I uh, hadn't seen it for ages. Yeah. I saw Die Hard the, the other week. Yeah. And uh, not the debate about whether it's a Christmas or etc. But it's more like the action sequences are really well done. It's a great film. They're fantastically it's well very done. Very high quality. Yeah. It's basically they've got this set they know what film they're making. And John McTiernan sets out to make it he doesn't want to make it true, he wants to make it super real. Yeah. It's like a really I don't know. It's but, but that sequence where He's on the roof and he swings down on the fire hose yeah, and then he swings yeah. in and then the fire hose is coming off and he's going to the end yeah, of the, yeah. the whole. It's just, I mean, it's so well done. Yeah, exactly. Know? It's just it exciting really beat after exciting yeah. beat. And we yeah. were talking about how committed Bruce Willis's performance is. You know, he's, so, yeah. he's like a uh, coiled spring. Yeah. Alan Rickman's first film. Do you know what Incredible. I'm going to I'm gonna say in terms of the physical commitment, I would say... Up there with Michael Crawford in some other stuff. Yeah, on the same le- on the same level. <laughs> who who I know was up for it. I know who's up for that part. <laughs> oh, Betty, I've been articulated. I mean, the <laughs> I don't. I think that's the one thing Die Hard lacks is a roller skating sequence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank! Oh, are you coming oh, home for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> You're limping around. You don't oh. appear to have a gun. <laughs> Betty. That's a mashup that's been waiting to happen. <laughs> the cat's done a whoopsie on the carpet. Oh, Frank! Yeah, looks like I still love that. Four, five, four, five. Cat's done a whoopsie. <laughs> I used to love Frank Spencer. Right, I've made a decision based on the mud experiences you've had so far. Yeah. We're going to go the long way here. Okay, cool. Stay on the track. Yeah. It's not much of a Why not? Way. Um... It is a Christmas film. Yeah. Plot doesn't work without Christmas Eve. No. So, you know. And it's lovely. Whereas Moonstruck happens at Christmas time. You see Christmas right. twos in the background, but it doesn't matter. It's not in the yeah. story. <laughs> That's it. I've, That's I've settled it. That That's it. That's it. So you're welcome. Game over. You're welcome. Well, let's talk running. Have you... Entered the 10K. You've entered the 10K. I've entered the 10K, yes. This is exciting. I've entered the run-through 10K. And that I is sw- it. I swallowed it. I put in the... Um, I put in the discount code. Yeah. Cozy little 125 off. Nice. That really, that made a huge difference. <laughs> well, Massive. I, just, I thought it's almost nothing now. It shows how. <laughs> it's only, shows what good value it's only in the 20, first place. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll happily pay. Anyway, forget it. Moving on. Oh, Frank. <laughs> Why are you so money obsessed? Oh, 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 Paul. You can take the man out of Yorkshire. 25,000. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm looking forward to the day. And let's, let's put it that way. What are you going to do And it's with worth me? it because it'll give me a bit of focus, let's face it. I and need it's some five, focus. six weeks away. Is there anything... Let's let's talk a little bit about training. What are you going? Is it? Will it change anything? You're going to put? Oh yeah, it will. It'll give. It's going to give me a little bit of focus. Yeah. I'll probably buy a watch at some point and start trying to do some kind of quality work before I do it. Yeah, yeah. And then I doubt I'll beat like 44 minutes. I'm just so just where I'm at at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But anything around there, I'm just looking forward to having a little a little run out. You know. Yeah, yeah. And you'll be doing the half marathon. I am indeed doing yeah. the half. And. Uh, Again, working towards it at the moment, my rough 
training thing is a little bit further every week and a little bit of quality in the week. What, in terms Whether of the long like run? I'm loving this sort of uh, introduction of quality. This feels like quite a, a fairly new thing. Although you've always had the part run, which is quality. But exactly. It feels like you're running a bit faster occasionally in training. Yeah, and keeping Which is amazing. <laughs> which um, is great. <laughs> and family walking up there and the dog dropping the tennis ball for them. Yeah. <laughs> we're, busy, we're busy. There's a, a child is on my shoulders. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> please play. I just want please someone, play. Someone, please. Yeah. I want to come back and do this park run again. Because the great thing about Hampstead Heath Park run is, is pace and hills. I think that in another week or two, when it gets a bit warmer, I'll be able to persuade Julia to come down and swim in the pond on a yeah. Saturday morning. We can do... Well, Ra did the ponds yesterday. It was pretty... Impressive. Uh, it was pretty cold. Yeah. But she's, she's good with a cold. Yeah, yeah. And also, but, um, you can put that cream on afterwards, can't you? Ponds, yeah. cold cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's not a joke I'm going to be able to do again. Oh, lovely stuff. Just lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I'll do yeah, it. I'll, it's I'll jazzy, but I have been putting... I want to put, it's, it's after doing the ultra training. You want to keep the hills. And, and I've got a mountain ultra there on the horizon. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then I suppose the other influence is this 80-20 talk. Yeah. I realise that a park run isn't quite... It just isn't quite 20% of my week. No, it's not, no. And I'm just trying to bottle that fact Right. most, it's probably not so much once a week, once a fortnight. Yeah. When I'm going out for a long run, if I'm not meeting you or recording the running church radio hour or, I don't know, going to the bank, I sometimes just find myself going at a lick. Right. And I'm just trying to bottle that, I suppose. So you go all the way up and then go take the ridge. Yeah. And, uh... But keeping it loose. I mean, in a way, last week, it didn't quite fit the plan because, as I say, I generally do half my mileage in the first couple of days of the week and have a little light taper towards Parkrun. That didn't happen. Not this week. There's two things I need to do if I'm going to streamline a little bit for optimal fitness. And they're so simple... But there's a big difference between simple and easy, isn't there? I need to drink less beer and I need to eat less at lunchtime. Simple as I that. assume we haven't had breakfast today. No. Neither have I. This is the thing. Here we are, it's half, it's 11 o'clock. We haven't had breakfast. I haven't eaten since about six yesterday. Yes. Pretty hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what but happens? I, that's the trick. That's the trouble. Is it? Are you hungry yeah. now, though? Because I find that running is great. Yeah. Because I think it works the... Don't get us wrong. Don't quote us on this. I'm not telling anyone to skip a meal they need. I don't want to get into any yeah. disordered eating here. But I think you're sort of retraining the system that when you're running, that you don't... Uh, you stop being hungry. Yeah. And your body starts being efficient. It's when you sit around waiting for lunch, that's when you get hungry. But yeah, and also, this is the... So whenever you feel like you're hungry, just go for a run. Just never <laughs> eat again, just yeah, run. Just yeah, run. just run. Uh, you'll, that'll be fine, that'll work yeah. till the end of your life, <laughs> which will come soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other thing I was talking to my wife about it is, is being at home. You know, if I went home now, I'm really hungry, I've got lunch. But then I've got, a, say, a Zoom meeting at, in half an hour. Then I'll eat a square meal. And then I'll be done. But as it is, I'd probably just get some stuff out, start eating. And you know, a little time on. passes, yeah. and 
any yeah. normal person would come around the house and go, what did you do, Rob? That's an incredible <laughs> You could have won a pie-eating competition. And the thing is, even that is fine. I might, my, my weight is ticking over. If it's going in any direction, it's going down. The th- reason I mention this stuff is because that's all I can do. I'm doing everything else. I'm doing, I'm climbing up from 30 to 35 miles a week. I do all my crunches and press-ups and stretches three times a week. I plank five minutes, six days a week, and I'm doing yoga every possible day. And I'm vegan, and I'm doing intermittent fasting. Right? And all of that, I'm to- and not only am I doing it, I'm loving it, and it's working. So it's like, well, what else can I do? And the short answer is, less beer, stop eating lunch. <laughs> and when I say stop eating lunch, I do not mean don't eat lunch. I mean, once you start eating lunch, you have to stop. Oh, hey, I'm doing a um, park run, not this Saturday, but the week after. What's that? February the 10th, 11th? I'm going to go to uh, Dudley Park Run. Dudley! Spend a little bit of time in Dudley. It's lovely, cuddly Dudley. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.